We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Can everyday golfers get longer, guys? That's the question I pose to you, Greg and Lou. Can every normal day golfers get longer, meaning hit the ball further? What do you reckon, Lou? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, speed is a skill that can be developed. Um, and yeah. I've gone through this personally. And uh, I've done analysis on this in the Arcos database. And I can see players... And how many players have gotten longer year over year, you know, more than 10 yards longer off the tee. And you can tell that there are a lot of players that have um, uh, started to take on speed training and, and add distance. So, yes, you can you can definitely get longer, improve that part of your game. And Greg, for you, uh, I know you've dabbled and are trying to stay fit and keep your distances up to where you want them and even push them further. Do you reckon everyday golfers yeah. can do similar things that you try it's your job your i do but I, yeah yeah i really really do i understanding it's my job and i should be trying to do that most likely um that doesn't mean to be honest some of my peers aren't i know i've just chatted to some guys the other day and they're not doing it and they're in my age bracket so it's definitely yeah. a choice uh, but there is an avenue some avenues you can go down now these days as the knowledge has improved um and as that's gone along you you can be in your 40s and 50s and 60s and start working on some stuff to at the very least, slow down, slowing down. Because if you don't do something, yeah, you will get even slower. Right? Yeah. And that's something Time that you can, we can talk. Yes, does. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I like that point, Greg. Even getting longer means to me not degrading so quickly or trying to beat the speed of like your how much your body is then going to degrade as you get older, really. So you can try and cheat age a little bit. Um, so what would an everyday golfer need to do? What are some good practices for trying to get longer? So I, I, I'm pretty sure I know some of the ones you'll say, Lou and Greg as well. So I'm going to put one in there to start us off, which I always think is a little less scary because I think you two are going to say the scary ones, which we'll discuss as we go on. Um, there weren't many lessons I taught who didn't get longer by just resulting in hitting the ball more in the middle of the face. So more centered contact through lessons. That wasn't scary. They wanted to do that anyway. So showing them tricks and tips that apply to their movements to allow them to hit the center of the face more or whatever part of the face they needed to hit for it to be functional um, would gain them average yards from we I measure in my lessons. So you'd see that their, their distances go up and not they're not applying any more speed. They're just more efficient more often. 
And then the other one was reducing curvature. You know, if you've got someone with a 20-yard slice or even a 40-yard hook that doesn't stay in the air for very long, by reducing curvature, getting a straighter shot, which often comes along with more centered strikes as well, because the more you hit away from the middle of the bat, the more you're going to curve the ball with a thing called gear effect. So something you won't control. It's just it's just the nature of impact. Um, so getting people to reduce curvature, which again, they wanted to do because their curvature, they saw as things that would get them in left and right trouble. I saw it as that, but also as ways of just making them longer by making them use kind of the energies that they're already using, but more efficiently. Obviously, there's other best practices for getting longer. I've done it myself, and, and I'm sure, Lou, you'll touch on a few now, some good practices for getting longer, because you've done swinging out your boots training and speed programs and what have you, haven't you? Right. Yeah, I, I've done a few different speed programs. So I've used uh, a couple of the sticks that you swing, so super speed and stack system. Yeah. Uh, and then I've also d done some training where – you're using your own golf club and hitting a ball. Yeah. And um, I've, uh, that was uh, Clay Ballard has a, a program called 20 minute distance fix. I've used his yeah. and that has a few drills in there to go through and, and get longer. And I gained speed with that. Uh, for me, that was probably the most effective was actually swinging my own driver at a golf ball. Um, I, for, for me, that worked better than swinging a stick at the air. So I like that. And as I'm trying to ramp my speed back up, that's what I'm doing. Um, and the, the big key there when you do that is you, you, you have to not care about contact. Uh, we've yeah. talked about this before. And that's, I think, one of the things that you guys would struggle with um, is not caring about contact. I mean, that's just default with how I play the game. And I was going to say, you, are game. you ever caring about, because no, if you had I, to care about contact, I don't think you would play golf, would you? No, I, <laughs> I hit it all over the face. And so it's just natural to me to hit it all over the face. Uh, and that's You've got a hard an advantage. I got a huge advantage over a tour pro who gets the heebie-jeebies, you know, anytime <laughs> it's not really close to the center of the face. Right, Lou lives in that world. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get very nervous. You live in a world that I can only dream of, Lou. Um, <laughs> I would say, I would say this: one of the things that um, you're talking about there is intent, right? Change your yeah. intent. And one of the things I've started doing is measuring my clubhead speed without a ball on the ground. And what I noticed was that quite often I can be quite fast. I can be faster without the ball there. But as I put the ball in the way, you you tend to just intrinsically want to change it or control it. And so with speed training, I just try and just do exactly what I just did without the ball there. And so, and don't worry where it goes. I just swing it. I'm hitting into a net typically or on a range. It doesn't matter. And I just want to see how fast I can move and let the ball get in the way. Um, it's just a different sort of intent to what you're doing. Um, aside from um, any other training you might have done, if you want to get into a deeper sort of look at getting bigger, faster, stronger. But just changing your intent sometimes and just trying to hit some, find different ways to move fast. You can experiment a little bit. I went with a bigger, longer swing, um, yep. bigger hip turn. Um, I did it with a range of motion increase, basically, um, yep. versus, a, versus, you know, just trying to stand there with the same move. So I take my front foot comes off the ground. I think, Mark, you've experimented with this a little bit. I see yeah, yeah. videos. Yeah, the did, front yeah. foot's getting up and the heels are up off the ground. So yep. um, it's definitely something that if you have the option to look at ground forces, I think Mark, you can speak to that a little better than I can um, in how you can generate speed through 
through using the ground a little better and in changing pressures either before you swing or or during yeah yep. um there's Absolutely. a there's a lot of cool things there aside from just going to the gym right yeah, yeah. because i think that's what that's what you're alluding to when you talk about the hard bits right we yeah, all know if you can go lift yeah, weights that's I hard think, right? i think the gym is the hard bit but for some people yeah. it won't be but i think for your average everyday golfer that's not what they sign up to play golf for they sign up for the fun and the enjoyment and yeah, if someone was to say to him, well, actually, this sport is about going to the gym and getting fitter, they'd be thinking, well, that's probably why I stopped playing football. That's why I started playing right. those other things. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want a relaxing game. So, yeah, I also think um, changing intent. Intent's a great point. And when I'm making my video about my speed changes, it, it all starts with changing intent. You will find, and I've done this with a number of students, if you change the game, so the game in the controlled environment, indoors, in the sim, is just to smash the ball as hard as possible. So you change their intent. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. They have so much more to give than they're giving when they're out there playing with the intent being to what they think is shoot lower scores, keep the ball in play, hit more fairways and not lose golf balls. And I'm not saying that you should go out there and start missing loads of fairways and losing golf balls. But what was interesting when you change their intent is quite often their accuracy left and right didn't really change that much. It maybe changed a little bit more short and long. So as in their top end was longer and then their bottom end was a fraction shorter because you would get sometimes a few dodgy strikes, which would just spin loads or just didn't have the energy transfer. But they, you could see that people are playing in a petrified state. So removing that petrified state, which is a little bit what Lou is saying. He's, happy to swing at it and not care about strikes so he can change that intent quite easily for lots of golfers that's really scary like well yeah, yeah. you know I, I had a really interesting conversation um with eddie fernandez about this and, and eddie is the world long drive champion um for seniors i think he's 51 now and he even though he's a senior he's one of the probably 10 or 15 fastest people on the planet like yeah uh, nearly 240 mile an hour ball speed i think like oh. one 58 Calm or 59 swing down, speed Eddie. which is crazy yeah. and so one of the things Quick. he said and so greg talked about i can swing the driver extremely fast when there's no ball there and when i put a ball there it starts to slow down a little bit and he said some people see a lot of success by using foam golf balls um, where they're using those almost golf balls they're kind of a harder foam they're not real uh, and they use those instead and that helps people to not get the heebie-jeebies like Greg gets about, you know, not exactly hitting it pure because it's a foam ball. It's not going to react the same way. You're not going to really be able to tell as you can with a real golf ball, how poor the strike was. And yep. that helps to um, remove what Greg talked about, where you can just kind of, you know, slow up a little bit, tighten up a little bit. And the intent isn't the same. So if you're trying to speed train, um, and you and are struggling with moving the club 
extremely fast when you put a ball in the way, try the foam balls and see if that helps. Mark, yeah. did you notice that little subtle dig there with Greg had the heebie-jeebies? Yeah. <laughs> where did that come yeah. from? I've yeah. never seen you with any heebie-jeebies, Greg. I don't know where you just... Cool as a cucumber out there. Exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. Just you... gliding through. Yeah. I, I, tell you, I tell you one thing. I watched a video on uh, Dr. Dr. Kwan here yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. And one of the things he does is have players start in front of impact. And, yeah, and yeah. then swing the club from there and see how that goes. I experimented with that a little bit last week. Man, you can get going there too. You yeah, can get absolutely. some extra extra speed with that as well. That was really yeah. cool. Hundred um, percent. Have you gone to see him in person yet? He's I so haven't close yet. To you. I've actually done that. I you put. I've spoken to Eddie, and he was the one who talked yeah. to me a little bit about swinging with the intent of just moving fast, not worried about impact. Right. Um, and so that's his knowledge. I'm stealing there and telling you about. But um, I'm experimenting with that. But I I did. I've thought about Dr. Quan. I haven't done it yet. I'm, I'm sort of, I've got other things going on. I'm sort of experimenting with, but uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of, this is the other thing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? Oh, like so to go as trying to hit it as hard. It's a workout in itself, but it's a lot of fun. I get it. You don't want to go to the gym. This is actually pretty enjoyable. You go and try yeah. and hit 20 balls as hard as you can. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it is. You it know? is. You get, it's, I get a similar rush that I used to get when I played tennis, when I do my, I'm going to bash this right. for the next, you know, 20 minutes, literally everything as hard as I can. Um, you know, the caps on backwards, all layers are off, even if it's cold here in my caps on backwards, yeah. baby. Oh, it's like a switch. You go it's like over the top. Did you not know that? It's officially, it's, it's, if you put that cap backwards, I ramp it by mile and a half, Lou. I've worked it out. Mile and a half. Exactly. Did you ever see yeah. the movie Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone, the arm wrestling movie? And every time no, before haven't. he arm wrestled, he went he like this. It, did he around? put it back? <laughs> honestly, yeah. you should try it, Greg. It's a game changer. I'm doing that. It's, honestly, if I play PJ Tour and I was doing any good up 18, my cap would go backwards. Mainly, mainly, yeah, yeah, sideways. (laughs) I would mainly do that just to try and get more like column space because I know I was probably going to muck up and not win the tournament. So I think, can I I build my brand another way? (laughs) Branding so I can make a living off that. (laughs) If I'm in contention up 18, the cap goes backwards because golf would literally rock their minds. Because whenever I post a picture, you always get the people going, put your cap on properly. Really? Like, come on. I'm just, I am, because it's cooler if your hat on backwards. Uh, Lou, did you know that it's? You get, I knew it's, that. Yeah. Cooler, so for sure. As in yeah. not cool, as in fashion cool, as in I'm hot and cold cooler. Um, so cat backwards is a is a known uh, best practice for speed training. Everybody, the other everybody is knew that. Music. Do you do you listen to music when you speed train? No, I don't need music. I've got what? Enough, I've got enough voices going on in my head. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, a little bit of Rick yeah. Astley. I whip that yeah. in there. That gets there you go. Fast. Because I, I have a, slow I, you down. I have a playlist that I build up to, and you got a speed training. Oh yeah, absolutely. When I when I am trying to you know set my personal best, which I would do every training session, um, everything peaks at Motley Crue. Kickstart my heart. So right. that's that's the song for me. Is that it? just gets me. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting and for I've... ABBA or something like that, <laughs> like something real. There you go, Motley not, Crue, not ABBA, Motley Crue. Yeah, crank it up. Yeah, I like anyway. it. Um, so uh, the other thing as well, I think, for best practices for speed training is you, and and this is where lots of people fall down because it's again the slightly boring side of it, is you do need to be quite good at 
uh, like recording sessions you have to be quite good at trying to keep the data almost as Lou would call it you you have to monitor your progress and one thing I really notice when I've done it with other students is when they'll do a series of swings and they'll do one they'll go that's faster and you look at the numbers and it's not faster it's sometimes even slower and it's then identifying why they thought it went faster and then trying to find other pattern of movements that does speed it up. And that's the point. If you're not, if you're, if you're not doing this with some kind of test circumstances or situations where you are, you've got one of the cheap launch monitors that you can get for 200 quid that would register your ball speed and then kind of predict a bit of club head speed. Um, I know Stack System does things with like PRGR and other, you know, they're inaffordable or affordable, sorry, uh, launch monitors if you want to do this kind of stuff. You do have to, you, you have to take note of how you're progressing, I think. Otherwise, it's you're wasting yeah. a lot of time. Lou, you do. You and and you, yeah, and you need to only be interested in club head speed. That's yeah. it. Nothing yeah. else. Try and pick. I, I would use something, this... Greg? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I, you know, we have access to stuff out on tour, even if you don't have your own monitor. Um, I would say this too, don't get um, despondent or disgruntled if the numbers aren't as good as previous numbers. Uh, yeah, it's not linear, I've is it? No, it's not. It's, it's, I've experienced big jumps in certain points and, and then a month later, for some reason, you just don't feel fast that day. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's, and it's, it's four or five mile an hour club. It's like the other day I was swinging at like 113, 114. And I've, I normally hit, I can hit 117 if I go over speed training. So 18, 19, stuff like that. And so, you can get frustrated and I felt it. And so you just got to be patient and understand it's it, at the very least, it's about not even slowing down as we age, you know, yeah. so that in 10 years time, whatever speed you are now, you're at least at that speed still. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. then you, then your mates will be still, they'll be 20 hours behind you. Cause they're exactly. you're gaining right? against your <laughs> you peers know? then. I mean, and that's right. I mean, I, I can tell I've done it so often now because of testing clubs over the years. I can guess pretty close if I'm going to have a fast day or a slow day very, very quickly from my early warm-up numbers. Like if I start hitting 110, 111, 112 miles an hour within the first like five or 10 balls after doing a static warm-up, you know, no swinging, yeah. I, I know they're going to peak at my like 116 to 118, which is my top mile air club head speed. But if I start and I'm like 108, 109s, I think, oh, God, this like 113, 114'd be amazing today. And I don't, I can't call it driving to the studio if it's one of those days. It's not until I start moving that I think, oh, look, I'm just not, yeah. I'm not moving as well. And and that's one of the things I've noticed with other people's stacks num stack numbers, the stack system, which is a, a swinging a club that you can swing at home it's got weights on it and what have you and it's got an app that allows to kind of adapt to your how fast you swing the stick um is that i would I, it wasn't linear and i've seen it with other people it, it didn't just keep going up day on day or month on month it would go up and go down oh it go up for two days it would come down for a day and then go up for three days come down for two days um because we do have a good night's sleep bad night's sleep good breakfast bad breakfast you do it at 9 a.m. and you're pumped and then the next day you do it at 10 a.m. but you've had an argument with someone or you've you know whatever you've taken the dog out for a slightly longer walk you're not you're not exactly the same physical kind of state that you were the day before it will shift and move so you're right it's i would say it's a bit of a, it's the long haul again which is why it's yeah a bit play the long game yeah yeah play the long game and have faith that over time this is what what the way i look at it is whoever you're hitting it next to now if it's one of your mates 
You just want to play the long game so that in a few years' time, if he doesn't do anything and you do, even just yeah. a little bit of speed training of some sort with some intent, that you will at least maintain that and he'll just get shorter. Yeah, and you 100%. can just turn around and heckle him or her. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, totally. The, only, the other thing is outside of going to the gym, there's, a, there's also you can take a look at Mark Three Speed for Golf, which is speed training down in San Antonio, which does some stuff with um, – Lou will like it – does a lot of stuff with ropes. Nice. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. The dream has come true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Another Mark, person yes. who knows the secret. Yeah. Honey, we're moving to San Antonio. <laughs> I'm going where the ropes are. Because <laughs> um, what's interesting for you, Lou, is that you've worked on your swing and you've actually found that you've lost speed and you're now having to start again and build it back up with your new technique, isn't it? And I think that's a really interesting point with speed training because if you do – try and like if you focus just on going faster that's great but then if you do make a technical swing change like you have you might find you go slower and then have to build it back up again again it not being that linear that's what's happened to you isn't it mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market yeah, I, I lost speed as I made swing changes. Um, it was hard to, as soon as I reintroduced speed. So I'll say that the speed is still there, but when I reintroduce it, a lot of the the bad things creep back mm. in. And and so yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, the bad, yeah that, the bad things come mm. back. Yeah. Uh, at least call they, them they, the bad things. The bad things. Yeah. The, what do you call it? The, um, <laughs> The flailing bits. Yeah, there's more <laughs> flailing bits that come into play. Um, and but and then I, I dealt with a bit of a hip issue last year, which which hurt as well. So I could go out there right now and I can get. So this is in, really interesting for me. My speed training right now is more so being able to do it without all of the old problems creeping back in. It's yeah. not so much being able to swing. Um, at a faster speed, it's being able to do it and maintain the 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 technique that I have and and the things that I was moving. Yeah, yeah the thing is, I was moving away from, and that's really hard. I, that was that is hard. That is one. Of that's the significantly harder than taking my old swing and just saying I'm going to get faster and not not working on technique and just trying to trying to get faster. So, um, it, it, I'm hoping to 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 ramp that speed back up here over the next six months, you know, this year and get back to where I was. Um, it's, it's much harder than when I originally did speed training. Yeah, so, sometimes, sorry, Mark, but sometimes sure. don't you, I've had, I've had the opposite experience where I made a technical adjustment and picked up speed. Um, yeah, and that you, was all good. I, Greg. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on. This is, this is, we're changing the name of this podcast to two guys that beat up Lou. <laughs> uh, and they just get, I wish everyone could see this. They just laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> and then we get off and we're done recording and I just go cry in the corner for a little while. <laughs> uh, 
But what's is it? And I'm joking with that statement, but there's a lot of truth in it. I mean, because my last question would be who should do it, and it kind of relates to that point. There are some people that I see with the movements they have, and I just think you going faster with those movements. Oh, I'm not sure that's going to make you better. I, you know, there, it's it's a really interesting conversation. I've talked to a few coaches about this, and then I've I've talked to a, a bio uh, mechanist about this as well. And there's a fair number of people that when they speed train, in order to speed train, you typically need to start moving more efficiently. And if you start moving more efficiently, your swing for a lot of people is going to tend to improve a little bit. Um, and there's a lot of benefit to a lot of people by speed training. It's going to help some of those problems go away. I, I came so much over the top and was swinging so fast with arms and hands and was strong enough to be able to, to pull that off um, and could kind of keep my old really poor technique and just swing a lot faster. Uh, and there's a lot of people that when they, they will, they will get faster in a different way than I did. They will start to be more efficient. So I don't know if you've seen that Mark and students you've worked with, so, but I've had a number of coaches talk to me about that. Yeah. So my experience would be much more of what your first point was there, as in you're a great example. Lou used to stand the shaft up dramatically on the downswing through getting into quite a crazy position on the way back, built around a poor grip. Like it all just, it all just added up to what it all worked was, though, right? It, <laughs> it all worked wow. together. Well oiled machine. It what we call matchups. It, it worked. Yeah. Matchups were it solid. Matched it up with the neck enough times <laughs> of that technique. So you are interpreting speed by pulling on the club and putting forces through the club in a way that stands the shaft up. And I, that yep. one I see over and over and over and over again with students. Them getting faster, they just stand that club up more and have zero chance of changing it, which is similar to what you've you've experienced as well. You like you've had to almost go slower to change the way you order everything to then go no, start yeah. going back up at speed again. And that's I would say that pattern is the most common one I saw. I I didn't see many people go faster, and it sorted out the real kinks that were causing the shank that they wanted to get rid of or the very variable strike that they got rid of. So not hitting the neck, but you know, they were toes and heels. They had no consistent patterns. They'd toe hook one and heel slice the next one. It's like finger to the wind of where you would point them because of the shot, the shot shapes they were hitting. So I would say I personally have seen you Lou, your example way way more than this other example that you mentioned that you've spoken to personally yeah, interesting um do all these people have the matchups i had though there's your matchups made a lot of sense like they made that's yeah, how yeah. you had to work yeah, it yeah. out looks <laughs> like yeah they yeah. did <laughs> yeah, your pattern i used to see time and time again and it's interesting your pattern i used to see it with people who could create a lot of speed I used to teach a lot really? of quite That's big guys who could create a lot of speed, yeah. but they were just not very good at golf. Just but death. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Let's rewind that part. <laughs> There's these big guys, incredible athletes, but they stink at golf. Yeah. <laughs> and, what, oh, nice. and the pattern you see with these golfers as well is the frustration because they know that they're physically able to do it maybe better than the majority of people they play with. So they're like, well, why can't... Why are they getting to five and four? And why am I stuck at 12? 
well, it's because you can't keep the thing on the planet. And we've said it in other pods, people like that, I actually used to turn them into boring golfers. I did everything I could to turn them into the most boring golfers ever. And unfortunately for some of them, you used to take the 300 yard, yard drives away that they could hit. I was I, not consciously, but by changing the order of the way they swung, you would take that away from them. But what would happen is they would hit it 275 consistently. They wouldn't hit the odd 300 one, which they hung on to for dear life. And then all the other 50 and 80 and 20 yard shots that they would hit in a round. Um, and for some people, that was a hard, that was a hard uh, pill to swallow. They didn't want to take that away. They liked that part of it. But, um, you know, that, and that's my point when it comes to who should do this. I know my answer. What, what would your answers be? Should everyone get faster? I'm just thinking about uh, the answer is no. To okay. me, I don't. I think if you can consistently have solid contact, like when, example, when Lou was going through what he was going through, I could argue that he'd have been better off if he wasn't as fast initially. If he'd have been better off just going through his changes, getting his golf swing around, and then do the speed training. You know what I mean? Turns yeah. out he was really fast anyway. So yeah. get the contact to where you want, and the golf swing can performing somewhat consistently. And then you can start to make that move. What what Lou's doing now, you need a lot of time and and a lot of dedication, and it's very, very difficult right, yeah. to match all that up. But my yeah. take would be get the technique piece of it and the contact piece of it moving in the right direction and then get going a little faster if you'd like to. Okay. Lou? But what if you just want to hit bombs? Yeah. I mean, what if <laughs> right. you just want to just throttle them out there yeah. and just Lose knock the guy, it by you? Who's the guy after the round who tells a story about the one drive he hit? Yeah. The 20, 10 yeah. others went out of bounds. Yeah. The, the others have gone down the road, but one they went down the road a long way. <laughs> What'd you shoot? Yeah, yeah 85. But yeah. Drive I hit what did you shoot? So well, good. I got unlucky, but it was fun. Uh, That's what he's I hit one. I hit one 330 on 12. Yeah. yeah. You should have seen that one. Yeah, hit the highway, but it went for miles. Lucian everyone get quicker what do you reckon another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So uh, my initial gut reaction is yes. Yeah. Um, only because distance is so important. It's such a huge advantage. But for what Greg said, that's it's interesting. I never, never, ne- I, I never really thought about it that way before. I have had people say that. I've had other teachers say that where you should maybe get your swing squared away first. Uh, before you start to speed train, but you know, I'm getting, you know, even back with my older swing, I could still get the ball around the course relatively decently and have some good days and some bad days. And and so, you know, for me, adding speed back then um, definitely helped. And I, and I saw a drop in my handicap and yeah. I got better and, and, but it's an interesting comment around fundamentally changing your swing to get it to, uh, the point where, you know, I removed so many of the bad things I was doing, like, you know, Mark would explain just cause so much variance, you know, ball could yeah. go a mile left, a mile, right. Yeah. It could go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and that has gotten a lot better now, but adding speed on top of that 
is extremely challenging. And it might be more so for me because I had that old swing for decades and that's how I swung the club and moving away from that is really hard. So I might end up in a spot where I never get back to the speed that I had, you know, a year and a half or two years ago, because I just can't, just can't get there. Yeah. And what do you think, Mark? Well, it's, it's a more complex question or I asked the question to basically really, because I think it's so person specific. There are so many students where even if they come to me saying, I want to get faster, I think, yeah, but you're not going to. No way you're going to. I know what you're like. You've come for lessons with me before. You fritter around. You won't commit to the time needed to do it and discipline. So I can help you if that's what you want to do. But if you want to play better, I think you'd be better off trying to bring your standard deviation of left and right misses in with whatever club, because I reckon we can do that in your kind of concentration time span. If that makes sense, you know, if I get someone like Lou for a lesson, I'm going to read him within time where I know he's going to put the effort in. He's got a home studio. He's got launch monitors. He's spreadsheeting everything. So he's going to be really like a, you know, like military with it. So I can work with that. But you can get the opposite personality to Lou and you think, yeah, they want what Lou's asking for, but they're not Lou's mentality. Like this, this is going to be the worst thing for them. So I think it's so specific to the person. If as a, you know, if I could just wave a magic wand and no one had to do any work. Yeah. It's 20 yards. Everyone go out and enjoy yourself hundred percent, mm. but you get to learn students and you just think, yeah, you want that, but you're not going to get it. And you do get plenty of students as well who, you know, they're off 12 and they are in it 260 yards off 12. They want to go further. You're ticking. What? You're ticking the yeah. length box for your handicap bracket by a mile. Well, the bigger question is why are you off 12 in it 260 yards or 280 yards or whatever they are? Like you don't need to tick that box anymore, brother or sister. You need to stop having the penalty shots or keep the ball in play more or whatever you are doing wrong. Let's fix it. Um, so yeah, if I could wave a magic wand, 100%, but knowing what humans are like, and you met Dr. Scott Lynn, um, Greg for, from Swing Catalyst with the force plates. He, mm -hmm. says, he says it the best, in my opinion. He says, look, we measure on force plates. We measure with launch monitors. These are precise, like the Swing Catalyst force plates, the hertz they're capturing at. You can do research on these plates. They're incredible. But humans are messy, like really messy, um, mm -hmm. trying to dig through that mess. And some of the mess is how people how skilled they are at learning or not. And that's the thing you learn quite quickly as you teach a lot. Like you have this goal to make everyone better in this, but you start learning quickly that some people haven't got the skill to learn and you've got to try and make them learn. And that's tough. That isn't just going with the, you know, what is correct for students. They should hit it longer and they should swing it all here. You've got to think right, like so differently with those people. So yeah, I think it's a really complex one. I think, People need to understand the commitment that it does take and you will see possible wobbles in your game and you need to be not that fragile person who has a wobble in their game because they're trying something different and just get petrified and run away. You've got to commit to it if you're going to do it. But as Greg said and Lou said it before, it's great fun. Like it is. There's so many yeah. benefits for it uh, if you do do it. 
Lou. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the other thing that I think we really haven't talked about is the fitness training that goes into yeah, this. So typically yeah. when you're going to speed train, you're going to get onto some type of fitness regimen if you're not already on one. And for me, when I got, when I was the most serious about speed training, I was probably the most serious about fitness. And there was a lot of spillover benefit just to overall quality of life. Uh, by, by, you know, I felt so much better um, just by working out as much as I was. And, and Mike Carroll, who we've had on the pod before, he's got a great um, article out there around when you should work out, when you should speed train. And um, typically you would want to speed train. If you're going to do three days a week, you would want to speed train and work out on the same day and do your speed training first, your workout second, um, and, and follow that and do it every other day, give yourself 48 hours, but a lot of benefits to working out. Um, there's some great resources out there between people like Mike or finding a TPI person, but there's a, and I think that benefit spills over into the rest of your game. You know, we're mostly talking here about driver. When I speed trained and got longer, it translated through the bag. Um, and it almost, almost made me want to start ripping those 160 yard, 155 yard wedges again, just slinging those 30 <laughs> yard hooks with my wedge. Um, yeah. But I think that's a great point, Lou. Uh, that's one of the things, that's one of the standout things for me as well, to be fair, is that it was so obvious it had to be fitness-based. Um, they go so hand in hand, even yeah. just swinging the club fast each day. I could see how that was improving different parts of my fitness and body as well, if done sensibly and again in a in a you know controlled fashion, which is the point I was making earlier. You do need to have some level of control with this, otherwise you're just going to, do your neck in if you just go out there swinging like a crazy with no kind of system. Um, so definitely seek some professional advice would be my, my advice. Um, yep. But it, it bled through onto my everyday life. I felt better. I felt like I'd gone to the gym. If I knew what going to the gym, I could imagine that's what going to the gym felt like. Cause I've never been to the gym. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I've been to the gym once and I almost fainted and never went again. Did you know that? It's hard to tell when we look at you, though, mate. You're I know specimen. you wouldn't be like you wouldn't be able to tell, would you? <laughs> look at those chicken wings. Fantastic. I you when Fantastic. I do when I do tell people that story, Greg, they do look at me slightly surprised. <laughs> right, really? you're too busy running around a tennis court. Yeah, yeah. But it did. It did make me feel like if I did it in the morning and then came home, I found in the afternoon like ready to go and fresh and like it was good. It, it definitely. Yeah bleeds through and again as someone who's getting older as every word goes past it did make me feel like i was cheating like i was cheating where my age was going i totally felt because i swing it faster now than i've ever swung it which i is one of those examples Same. that you would give mm -hmm. um because i never did anything i was just working purely on accuracy as a younger person and i hit the ball way further now than I ever did. Forget equipment. Like if it was equivalent equipment, it would still be way further. It's not. So you, that. you hit it, you're hitting, you're getting it out there like 260, 265 now short field. 265. That... What? Oh, 
Oh, I think he's saying. He might be talking in meters. Do you want to know my my average (laughs) carry? Is that what you're talking about? Or do you want to know my average distance? I'm talking about total distance. Speaking of how far we hit the ball, what's going on with uh, the driving competition between uh, between mostly you two, not me? We've been busy, but it's going to happen any second. I'm swinging again. I'm ready. Greg's ready. (laughs) Greg's ready to go right now. As soon as I hit number one, Greg, which is imminent, when I'm is that going to happen? That's, you're you're yeah, not many look, points This guy's got to be so nervous. He, he's got to be so nervous right now. I'm right there behind him. Can we not? Right get, there. We need to get this Greg on the pod when you overtake him to make it's him aware be, that he's no now clue what's going on. Number two, Greg. I, so you're going to be the number <laughs> number one uh, number one Greg in the world. I wonder if you're the longest Greg in the world. Is there a oh, Greg that hits the ball longer than you? Probably. There can't be. No, not, there can't not, be. There can't be anyone no. longer than no. our Greg. No. <laughs> our Greg. As soon as I hit our Greg, yeah, you sound like my mum. Um, as soon as I hit number one Greg, this competition is on. Because I think my confidence is going to be through the roof at that point. I'm, I really need a little boost. Yeah. And uh, look out. That's going to be And we should change. We, we should change the name of the pod, shouldn't we? We should change it to the number one, number Greg, one Greg pod in the world <laughs> and some bald eddie geezers or something like that <laughs> and two dome heads number one greg yeah, and two... i'm not sure we should do that one <laughs> number one greg and two boiled eggs or something <laughs> i'm ready uh, i'm ready like you are, but... so, yeah yeah well no, i'm 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 swinging again we'll we'll be doing it definitely but yeah Get speed training out. yeah i more people should do it than, than uh, not doing it at the minute that's what i would say I, I would agree with that. Yeah, there's a lot levels. of benefit to it. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Thanks. There you go, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, we'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Greg. Um, and if you do like the podcast member, don't be afraid to subscribe and leave us a comment down below. And if you didn't leave us a comment when I asked you there, now think, oh, I didn't leave one. And he asked me to do one. So now leave one. Thank you. <laughs>